What's up, everybody? It's LG Set here. You're listening to The First Mint, a podcast where I talk about NFTs and the world of Web3. The podcast comes out every Monday morning and occasionally on Wednesdays. If you like this content and you want some more, feel free to visit our Twitter page at The First Mint. It was Wednesday afternoon, February 2nd, around 4.45 Pacific, which is around the time that I like to schedule myself for a workout And instead of doing that workout, work for an extra hour and or lie on the couch and stare at my phone. During that time, a tweet came up from a guest of a recent First Mint podcast episode, a man that I'd wanted to talk to for a long time, and that graced our airways just a few weeks back to talk, of all things, about the ethics of influencers in the NFT space. The tweet the first of many in a long thread, was from Topshop Fund and read, A Mark Cuban-owned Instagram account with 1.7 million followers is promoting a shadowy cabal of scammy copy-pasta NFT projects without proper disclosures, thus taking serious advantage of the less informed. A thread. And the tweet featured a gif of Cuban shaking his head from an episode of Shark Tank. The thread went on to detail allegations against the account at NFT, great handle, on Instagram, and accused it of pumping scam-like projects with cookie-cutter founders and minting sites and really projects that were going for well below mint. It also detailed how the account was charging people upwards of $100,000 for each post. That's right, a hundred grand for an Instagram post on this at NFT account. Topshot Fund concluded by full-on pointing the finger at Cuban himself for putting his name on such a terrible part of the industry. Although this kind of scandal is not too uncommon in the space, this was a pretty significant accusation, mainly because that Instagram account had 1.7 million followers. And yes, whoever was running it was using Cuban's name and obviously his likeness to promote what appeared to be a full-on scam. Later that night, the people running it came out of the woodwork and were keen to defend themselves. And little did we know that that was just the start of the biggest week of scandals ever in NFTs so far. This is The First Mint. Okay, before we get into the real juicy stuff, I wanna try something new today, which is just my own personal NFT radar. I do a lot of pods and spaces. We have a lot going on at the First Mint every week, but honestly, the stuff, the projects that we feature are just the tip of the iceberg. The reality is that there's plenty more that I'm actually like watching and buying and collecting every week and of course selling. And I want to start to share some of those with you guys in case you're interested. So I'm just going to list them off. And this will be a very long segment. So if you want to get to the juicy uh, drama stuff, you know, just skip ahead a couple minutes. This week, there's four things heavily on my radar. The first one is Top Shot, of course. Today, we have the Kevin Durant certified drop. Hopefully, it goes well. Obviously, we'll detail the drama from the last drop in just a couple minutes, so stick around for that. We did get a hint that there is more to come this week. The All-Star game is just around the corner. It's in literally like 
uh, less than two weeks. So I would assume that there might be some action. As far as that KD certified drop and the set attached to it, game recognized game, I'm very keen to complete that challenge. I already got, uh, I think, three or four of those moments needed. So keen to participate in today's drop and then scoop them up on the marketplace. Stepping outside of our corner of the internet of crypto here, Cool Cats, and I don't mean Cool Cats like the Lamello ones, I mean Cool Cats, the PFPs, this week are going to release the full supply of cool pets, uh, which are these like Pokemon style derivatives. It's supposed to have kind of the, the, the same uh, monetary implications, let's say, as Board 8 Mutants, but have far more utility. Basically, the people behind Cool, pet, cool Cats have designed this very like like Pokemon style game of collecting like milk and playing on these games and whatever. Sounds super fun. And that is kind of, you know, people are looking at that because they think it's really going to shake up the NFT ecosystem. Right now you can get, some of them have minted to people who own Cool Cats, but there's still like more than half the supply to be minted this week. It's been delayed a week. Basically, the bottom line is that a lot of people are looking to grab these, probably around like 1.5 or 2 Ethereum. The floor right now, or at least as of Sunday night, is 2.3 ETH with 4,000 owners. Either way, whether you're into that or not, going to have a significant impact on what is a really fantastic blue chip project that a lot of people really enjoy. Back to the flow side, Ballers Airdrop, that's supposed to happen tomorrow, Tuesday, and Ballers, a very significant project, as you know, we've featured them many times on the show. Phil has it as his profile photo, and the airdrop is going to be of sneakers. We'll have our great, fun Ballers, but we are supposed to get sneakers, and I would assume that the NFT Genius team, the people behind the project, have a lot more up their sleeve for Ballers. As of this recording, the Ballers floor is $1,300 with just over 4000 Owners. Last but not least, one of my really personal favorite projects is Pixel Vaults. They've raised $100 million as of last week, which with a rumored $1 billion valuation, which is berserk for a brand that literally didn't exist until May. But such is life. That's what we are in NFTs. You may remember two months ago, we had G Funk on the podcast, the founder of Pixel Vault, who came and talked about rewarding the community. Full disclosure, I own tons of NFTs in Pixel Vault. They've created a really wonderful comic book style universe with a game coming. And this week, they have their Elite Ape cover drop featuring eight different board apes, including uh, Swicky from our community and Von Schiller, both from the Top Shot community, uh, pretty much minting eight different covers of the latest issue of the uh, Pixel Vault or Punk's comic comic book, hopefully providing, you know, not just a really fun new thing for people like me, diehards to collect, but also an accessible entry point for newcomers, which I'm really keen on because I want a lot of new people to enjoy this project because I really think it has some legs. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Today, I want to talk about controversy and drama and NFTs. It's something, honestly, I try and avoid. I know that the First Mint sometimes posts these tweets and, you know, we kind of stir up some chaos, but I never, I don't think we ever try and go out to to really try and polarize the community and create this, this mass, like, ethical discussion. That is not at all what we're about. I, I don't really want to touch on that. I love, I love observing other people. I always give my opinion when people ask, but it's something that, for me, that's not what NFTs are about. But sometimes we need to have that conversation. And the last seven days alone have brought tons of drama 
to the NFT space, most of it very well within our circles and each situation with its own details, players, and wrinkles. So unless you live under a rock or maybe you only listen to this podcast as your source of NFT news, well, you probably heard about these, but let's recap them anyway. So in the intro, I talked about Top Shot Fund, and basically that was on Wednesday, and later that night, there was literally an hours-long Twitter Spaces discussion with, I think, like 2,000 people in there for a couple hours. I was in there listening, where the guys who were running that NFT Instagram account came in to try and defend themselves and also just sit there and take extreme verbal punishment from tons of different community members. Not really Top Shot Fun. He was just kind of there to kind of just chill and give his two cents about his research. But it did get pretty heated and ugly at a few times. It ended on what I thought was a rather passive note with the guys saying that they would try and do better and appreciated the feedback, which to me was kind of missing one of the glaring points of the outrage and the prom and that that's it. They were being paid to advertise something on social media and not disclosing it, which is illegal. If you are advertising something and you are being paid for it, you must disclose that fact. I used to work in social media and five years ago, Instagram and Facebook came down super hard on influencers for this exact practice. As you may recall, people advertising like uh, shoes or creams or whatever, but were being paid and gifted for it and not saying that that was happening Instagram came down super hard on them, so did regulators, and now that's why on Instagram when you go, there's actually a little strip like under the name that you can put paid partnership with X company. So claiming ignorance there from these NFT guys, not going to cut it, especially for an account with 1.7 million people, not enough, and lo and behold, the next day, Facebook, or Meta as it's known now, suspended the account, um, and this is after it hit like every single news, it was in Rolling Stone, it was on Decrypt everywhere, that account is now gone, and I guess I guess that's the end of the story, I guess we won't really hear anything else about that. On to the second piece of drama, it happened right here in our world, so by this point, you know, obviously if you listen to the first minute, you know we're very baked into to Top Shot, we started mainly talking about Top Shot, so I'm sure you heard about this, but to recap it, and if this is painful for you, I'm sorry, but we're going to go over it, basically last Thursday during the Kevin Durant Elite Certified Pack Drop, basically there were, uh, you know, a certain amount of packs that had, um, you know, the, the extra moment was just the game-recognized game moment, but then a certain amount of packs had a, a rare metallic gold moment, and a certain amount of packs, a small amount of packs, had hollows. This, These packs were put into the queue as normal, but the problem is that they were not shuffled, or at least this is, this is what I heard. I actually don't know if this part's official from Top Shop, but I did see all these rumors and discords. I think this is what I heard, is that basically uh, the people who bought at the end of the queue, including ones who got back in line, are the ones who got all the hollows to the point where people who were able to buy several packs in a row, which if you had a high enough collector score during that drop, you were able to buy uh, three or five packs at a time. Some of those people at the very end bought five packs and their special moment in each of those packs was a hollow. Yes, some people got three, if not five hollows in a row from that pack drop, which immediately set the Top Shot world on fire because people were looking at this as being completely unacceptable that there would be such a glaring 
mistake. And it's really too bad because, in my opinion, Top Shot had been on such a hot streak lately with such a fantastic daily engagement, but this one really lit up the whole building. People looking at it as incredibly unfair, and many people saying that it was a major step backwards for Top Shot. The rage from uh, the, the collector, you know, base carried over into the next day on Friday and that night right here on on First Mint on, on in our spaces we held a chat about it very impromptu didn't didn't plan to but it just kind of happened and Jacob even came on Jacob from Top Shot came on to discuss their approach going forward he took some of the harder questions from much which from us which was great but obviously only so much that he can do for the situation they said they'll they'll get better so we'll see in today's drop if they are in fact better personally I liked Jacob's explanation I might be more on the top shot side for this one, even though despite I got screwed, I was in that queue. I was able to buy three packs. I just got the regular game recognized games one. I, I guess I'd never had a chance at the hollow maybe. I don't, I'm not really sure how I look at that still. Uh, but people were mad. So mad to the point where they, I even saw people say in the top shot discord that we were soft on Jacob. Um, so safe to say all that, you know, this is the biggest one in a while for top shot. And, and hopefully we don't see anything else like that again. But still people not, very happy. Third, a third one happened over the weekend. This happened less than 48 hours ago. Saturday night, literally less than 24 hours after this Top Shot thing and less than 72 hours after the the, the at NFT account thing, crypto Twitter erupted because Brantley, who, if you listen to our live show, we had him on the live show, I think, way back in November, he is the general manager of ENS Domains, which if you ever go on Twitter or anywhere in crypto, you may see people with a .eth domain name. Like for me, I have lgducet.eth. The first mint has the first mint.eth. It's basically a, a, a shortener for your Ethereum wallet where you can use that to kind of uh, send your currency to that address to like lgducet.eth instead of using the long hash code of the address. It's a, it's a fantastic protocol, so much more usage. Tons of people got a, a token drop from that back in November, making people instantly rich, but very good cause and something that I've supported for a long time. Brantley, the guy who's running it, who came on our show, somebody unearthed a tweet from him from 2016 where he, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to read it out because it is, uh, some may, it may be hurtful to some people and I want to be respectful there, but basically saying that he is a, a staunch Catholic and that there are certain practices um, specifically uh, from people from the LGBTQI community that he does not support. And this, I don't know how that got unearthed, but man, did that ever blow up. And there's other things in the tweet, okay? I'm not just saying that was the only thing, but it's, it, you can find it. It's, just, it's, it's, it's not great. That blew up Twitter because he's a really well-known figure, and he has been the face of ENS since literally the start. And in true crypto fashion, within hours of that blowing up, he was on a Twitter spaces with almost 4,000 people defending himself and defending his views and very similar to the NFT account, taking shot after shot from different people trying to really debate with him, uh, you know, why, why, why he view th views things the way he does. This literally lasted over an hour where it honestly kind of, you know, and, it, and it's built into the next day where even Brantley uh, in, in, I guess, the, I guess in the ENS discord was still kind of defending his viewpoint kind of missing the fact that it's hurtful, despite, you know, what his intentions might have actually been. 
all of this in the span of just four days has been relentless. And personally, even though I didn't really, you know, I, I personally am not really that involved. Obviously, we hosted Top Shot or we had Jacob on and, and tried to host that conversation. The other two are, are way beyond uh, that. It's exhausting. But I think that there's a silver lining. I really, really do. Obviously, we don't want to see people get hurt or we don't want to get we don't want people to rage quit projects. And we definitely want to weed out scammers and 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 really shady practices. And no, none of these instances are actually comparable, okay? Like, they just happen to happen in the same week, okay? I'm not saying that Kevin Durant hollow packs are anything like offending the gay community. Like, those are completely separate. So don't think that I'm comparing them other than just saying that it all happened at the same time. And yet, when they did all happen to us at the same time, it felt like it was really happening to almost every single person in the space, or at least in our circles, and why is that? Why does it feel like we are all in like some kind of big high school where like there's popular kids and nerds and all these different groups and you hear all these little rumors and whispers and, and, and tweets about what's happening and who said what and what might be coming? And in this case, for these dramas, each of them kind of culminating in this like big verbal battle live for everyone to watch. Why does it feel like those things are happening to all of us all at the same time. Like, why Why does it feel so, so condensed? I think it's because crypto is unlocking something that social media thought it would unlock, but got too commercial, weaponized, and personal to do. The true global village. Yes, we've had whistleblowers, public discourse, cancel culture, and progressive conversations before around a lot of other topics, especially in the last 10 to 20 years, but never in real time like this. Think about it. Top Shot Fun blew up that NFT account on Twitter. And literally later that night, a few hours later, the top voices in the space and the people being accused held this giant town hall, like this court of public opinion. And 24 hours later, it was done. The account was gone. And the community had minted itself an entirely new rule of engagement. That, to me, is the global village. That is what the internet is for. And now that we all have this like shared store of value in crypto, it's made us prioritize these communities so much more than we ever did or even dreamed of in Web2. To the point where when there's a problem, we're all going to get on right away and see it through and do our absolute best to agree on how we can move forward. What a time to be alive. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you for listening. These topics today, honestly, they invite all sorts of opinions and by no means is what I say the absolute gospel here. So if you have some thoughts, I'm very keen to hear them, especially if you disagree or even if you do agree. So my DMs are always open at LGNuset or at the first bin. Please hit us up. Otherwise, plenty of stuff, plenty of fun stuff happening in NFTs this week. So have a fantastic time and we'll see you next time on The First Mint.